All right, good morning once again, everyone. Morning. It's good to see our beautiful faces this morning. Uh, as we listen to today's message, we are going to be talking about trust. Uh, it's a huge topic, you know, we can go on and on over it. Uh, it's not a topic that we can just finish in a day, but I'll try my best just to do justice to that. Amen. Uh, but before we go in that, let's go to God in prayer. Holy God in heaven, we thank you for today. We praise you, we worship you. I uh, will thank you for this opportunity you've given to me to talk to your people. I pray this morning that we'll learn from this and truly we'll trust in you, we'll trust in your words, that your words will be the foundation of our lives, Lord. But as we trust in you for our sister Joyce in the hospital, we pray, God, that you give her quick healing in Jesus' name. I pray, God, that you be with her right now, that everything the doctors we administer, that it will work well with her in Jesus' name. Thank you as we trust in you. Let your name forever be praised. As we pray all this in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ. All right. Uh, trusting in God and his words. I have a question for us this morning. Why do we need to trust in God? It's a broad question. Why do we need to trust in God? Can anyone say that? Can anyone answer that question? Okay, we can't trust ourselves. <laughs> Absolutely. Where's again? Okay. We don't know the future, and he really is only one we really can trust. Absolutely, because we don't know the future, right? So it's only God that we can actually trust. It's an ongoing learning process that I can't Absolutely. It's an ongoing process that we need to learn from day by day. Yes? Yeah, you, you made it. Absolutely, he made us, he knows us better. He can never disappoint us, you know, nice one. You know, so uh, that's the reason we need to actually put all our trust in God. You know, trusting in God spares us uh, much grief. If we put our trust in God, it will actually spare us grief of life. Do we all get that? Uh, lack of trust in God leads us you know, to stress. If we fail to trust in God, you know, we just walk up ourselves. You know, we put in our whole human nature. And the truth is that we can't do it all alone by ourselves. We need to put our trust in God. For us to be less stressful, we need to trust Him. Uh, quickly, I'm going to read from the book of Nehemiah in the uh, chapter 9, I read from verse 9. Let's see the Israelites, uh, what they've done and the way they've put uh, their trust in God. Amen. Uh, Nehemiah chapter 9. It says here, You saw the suffering of our ancestors in Egypt. You heard their cry at the Red Sea. You sent signs and wonders against Pharaoh, against all his officials and all the people of, the, of his land. For you knew how arrogantly the Egyptians treated them, you made a name for yourself, which remains to this day. You divided the Red Sea before them so that, so that they passed through it on dry ground, but you hurled their pursuance into the depths like a stone, into mighty waters. By day, you led them with a pillar of cloud, and by night, with a pillar of fire to give them light on the way they were to take. You came down on Mount Sinai. You spoke 
to them from heaven. You gave them regulations and laws that are just and right and decrees that and commands that are good. You made known to them your holy Sabbath and gave them commands, decrees, and laws through your servant Moses. You know, we can see the orderlies. You can see what God has done in the life of the Israelites. Uh, the Bible told us that he led them through the day, through the night. It's only God that could do that, no one else. You know, God gave them manners. God gave them, you know, what they need to live on. You know, there are some things which could pose a threat, you know, to our trust if care is not taken. We have different things, you know, we are going through in life. You know, all those things, you know, could put a trust, I mean, a threat, you know, to our trust. Even though within us we want to love God, we want to trust God. But at times, you know, we could be down in our faith. You know, all these can put a threat, you know, to our trust. So again, I will ask, what is trust? You know, I was able to go through the dictionary to find out this. I trust me to rely on another person because you feel safe with them and have confidence that they will not hurt or violate you. That is trust. You know, when you feel cool with someone, when you feel confident around someone, when you believe that person will not hurt you, when you believe that person will not violate you, that is trust. You know, for example, if I'm with Malcolm always, you know, I want to share my thoughts, I want to share my feelings, I want to share the way I'm, uh, uh, what is going on in my life, is because I trust him and I believe that it will not violate, you know, that trust. Also, we can say that trust is the foundation of relationship, you know, talking about spouses, talking about husband and wife, you know, <laughs> they love each other so much that they can rely on each other. You know, it allows you to be vulnerable and to open up to the person without having defensively protect yourself. If you are with someone that you trust, if you are with someone that you, you rely on, you don't have to defend yourself all the time because you'll be at cool. Your mind will be at trust that this person is there for me and this person will protect me. That is trust. And also, like we have in our church, you know, discipling relationship, it's another avenue to trust one another. Now, by the time I go for that friendship time, I can relate with the person I'm meeting with. I can pour out my time. I can pour out my heart. I can, you know, feel free. I can say whatever that is going on in my life. You know, that is trust. You know, most times we don't want to go for our discipling time because we are not sure you know, of the person we are meeting with. We are not sure probably uh, the person, our, 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 whatever we discuss will be safe with that person. But if truly we trust that person, then we'll be holding, in fact, we'll be looking towards, you know, our meeting, you know, to really pour out our point. Uh, this morning, uh, my first point will be like, how much trust do we have in God, the maker and the creator of the entire universe? How much trust do we have in God? You know, that's a question, how much trust do we have in God? You can imagine the relation, I mean, you can imagine the trust children have in their parents. Uh, for, for example, children, they, will, they all depend on their parents, you know, to cater for their needs, to give them food, to give them, you know, all they need for their school, for their well-being and everything. And uh, even though 
their parents don't have at that moment, but they still trust them that they will provide and they will cater for their you know, well-being. That is the trust our children can have in their parents. Also imagine the trust, as I've said, uh, spouses have in each other. Uh, but the truth of the matter is that as human beings, we feel from time to time, we disappoint people who trusted us or who has trust in us. That is for us human beings. Most times we fail. Most times we uh, fail to keep our own parts. Uh, but the truth is that it's only God that does not fail. Do we all believe in that? But our God is always on point with his promises. He never fails no matter what. That is who God is. No matter what, God will not fail. Amen. Uh, our God has not changed. He is the same yesterday, today, and it's going to be the same forever. So we need to put all our trust in God. We are the one that changes from time to time, but God doesn't. Uh, so the goal for us this morning is for us to make every effort to improve on our trust to him. And I don't think that should be too difficult for us to uh, do. That should be our goal, that we, we need to put our trust in God no matter what. Uh, but to trust God, we need to have a strong and solid foundation in Him and in His Word. If we claim to trust God, but we don't have solid foundation in His Word, then we still have a long way to go. Foundation is the key of everything. So how much of God's Word do we know? That is where I think we need to start from. How much of God's Word uh, do we know? You know, trust is an ingredient of love. Uh, I'm not going to read that now, but if you go through uh, the book of 1 Corinthians in uh, chapter 13, verse 7, it says, love always trust. We can check that when we get home. You know, love always trust. As I've said, trust is an ingredient of love. So we need to marry these two together. We need to uh, work on it. Yeah, I'm going to be reading from, again, uh, this is a story we all know that we're all familiar you know, with, the story of David and Goliath in the Bible. We want to see how much trust uh, David had in God for him to uh, overcome Goliath. In the book of 1 Samuel, 1 Samuel chapter 17, I'm going to read from verse uh, 32. We all know how huge and how big uh, Goliath was, you know, uh, compared to tiny David. <laughs> you know, uh, you know, you can see the picture over there. Just like looking at my brother Akin at the back, how big, <laughs> how big, how huge he is, you know. And to now bring a small boy to come and fight with him. You know, in a real sense, it is not going to be possible. You know, so look at this picture, how huge, how big, how mighty, you know, Goliath was. And look at David, you know, that small boy. But because of the trust David had in God, David was able to conquer uh, Goliath. Uh, quickly, let me take it from verse uh, 32. David said to Saul, let no one lose heart on account of this Philistine. Your servant will go and fight him. You know, David was able to say this because he had confidence in God, that God is with him, that God will go before him. And this is the type of trust as human beings we also need to have. 
every single day of our lives. Amen. As I've said, in a real sense, David cannot in any way fight with Goliath. Uh, in many ways, this play out in our lives. We look at the difficulties we are facing. We look at the big picture. We look at the big challenges. And these tend to throw us off balance. We shouldn't be. If we trust in God, then nothing, I say nothing, will throw us off balance. Uh, because of David's trust in God, he was bold enough to face Goliath because he understood clearly the terms of God. So my question to us this morning, do we understand the terms of God? As I've said earlier, if we are rooted in the foundation, then everything will be a lot more better. You know, we need to be rooted in the foundation by studying our Bible, by knowing what is in the Bible. What is that Goliath in your life today that is making you not to trust in God? There could be so many Goliaths in our lives with what we are going through. You know, we should think about this. We should not allow all those things, you know, to get, you know, to us. So my second point is this. What are the threats to trusting in God in your life? What are the threats just trusting in God in your life. Really, in as much as we want to trust God, there could be some threat, you know, that will make us not to want to trust God. Is it financial pressure or your financial status? Most times we could just wake up, we'll be like, in my account, nothing is there. And I need to do A, B, C, D. <laughs> so this could pose a threat that, wow, how am I going to do this? Uh, you want me to trust God? <laughs> you know, we need to think about this. You know, in as much as, in as, much as we are fired up, we want to trust God, we want to give our life to him, there are some threats that will come in, you know, through Satan, that will say, oh, that will make us to be thinking of all those things that will not want us to put our whole heart in trusting God. Could it be in the area of your parenting? You've tried so many times, you've tried hard to, to, to be able to give your uh, children, to be able to keep them in the right direction, but things are not just working out. This could pose a threat to your trusting in God. You know, most times we face difficulties in training our teenagers. And not forgetting, it's a phase. You know, when it comes to teenagers, it's a phase. It's in stages. You know, that's another topic for another day because I've worked so much with teenagers and I know a bit and bit, you know, how to handle teenagers. You know, as I've said, that's another topic for another day. But most times, as parents, we find it difficult at times, you know, to, to understand them. But all we need to do is to go to God in prayer, and with wisdom, God will help us. You know, it could be uh, through our health, health challenges, either for us physically or to our loved ones. You'll be like, I've been praying to God since all this while. I've been serving God. How come I'm in this, you know, health situation? 
In as much as you want to trust God, this could pose a threat to you trusting God. You know, we need to understand that these are all schemes of Satan. Satan doesn't want us most times to trust God. Satan will bring one or two things to distract us, you know, towards trusting God. How we need to say no to all this. Most times, we pray hard to God for him to take away certain sickness away from us. And God is telling us that my grace is sufficient for you. Everything good day, we are like, God, please take this away from me. And he's saying, my grace is sufficient for you. We remember Apostle Paul in the Bible, the turn on his flesh. He kept praying to God every single day. God was like, I'm not going to take this away. My grace is sufficient for you. Is that the same thing God is telling us through our situation this morning? If we truly understand God's way of doing things, we will not have issues in trusting him. Apostle Paul trusted God to the point that it was like only God that can meet him at the point of his need. So we should also follow the same direction. Could it be that you have been praying and trusting God for a particular thing for a period of time? You've been like, God, please. In fact, most times we set dates that God, please, I want this done, you know, between so, so, and so, so time. But most times it didn't get through. Do we still trust God? So we need to look at all these things and believe in God. And let us know that truly God is not a magician. God is a miracle worker. He's not a magician. So most times we put our problems before God. Yeah, God is going to solve them, but at his own convenient time. So we should not say because of this, we are not going to trust God. So as I've said, all this could pose a threat to us in trusting God. As a student, are you having difficulties in your studies? Yeah, first, you need to read, you need to study hard, but at the same time, you need to pray to God. You need to put your trust in God. I've seen some students, after studying hard, trying their best, still, they are still having little challenges here and there. But have you taken this to God in prayer? Yeah, as I've said, we could read, we can do all we need to do, but more importantly, we need to take this to God in prayer. Don't rely only on what you are studying. Yeah, you, you need to study hard, you need to do all that, but more importantly, as I've said, take it to God in prayer. You know, that shows truly you are trusting in God. As an individual, you need to identify that threat that could make you not to trust God and begin to pray about it. We are different. We have different issues, different challenges. So we need to identify. You need to identify, oh, which is yours, and take it to God in prayer. Your own challenges might be different from my own challenges. So you need to identify that and take it to God in prayer. Uh, still on the uh, place I started reading in the book of 1 Samuel, uh, I'm going to read verse 37. To see further, 
what David did. In verse 37 it says, The Lord who rescued me from the paw of the lion and the paw of the bear will rescue me from the hand of this Philistine. Saul said to David, Go, and the Lord be with you. You know, as I've said earlier, looking at the size of Goliath, David could have chickened out. <laughs> you know, coming to, coming to see Goliath, wow! <laughs> the size alone could be, you know, terrifying. That no way I'm not going to fight with this, you know, with this person. He could have chickened out, probably run to somewhere or do something, but based on what you said, he said that the Lord who rescued me, he remembered the little things or all the things God has done in his life. You know, he remembered all that. He kept reminding them of the victory, the good things God has done in his life in the past. Do we also remember the good things God has done for us? Or we are only focusing on our challenges? You know, for us to trust in God, we need to remember all the good things He has done in our life in the past. Uh, we remember the three Hebrews, uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. You know, when the king asked them to bow down, you know, to the idol, they said, that, Oh, king, we will not bow down to your idol. Our God will save us. Even though He does not save us, we are not still going to bow down to your idol. This is His trust. That shows that they really trusted in the God they serve. Ordinarily, with all the threats, they could have chickened out, they could have, you know, prostrated or bowed down or succumbed to the idol, but they said no. Amazingly, they said that even though this God is not going to save us, we are not going to bow down to your idol. This is trusting God. So as I've said this morning, we need to identify that we are going through and put everything before God and trust in God. <coughs> and David said in this verse 7, he says, the Lord who rescued me. Have we been sharing this with people that God has rescued us in so many ways, in so many areas? We need to remember all this. Despite all challenges in our lives, how often do we talk about the little good things God has done for us? Most times we shy away from that. Most times we even forget to talk about the good things. It's only what we want God to do for us that we remember most times. How about saving you from that trip? How about you know, healing you from that diseases? How about saving your you know, children, protecting them, going to school? coming back safely, all about the food we have on our table. Do remember to thank God for all this. You know, but if we do this, definitely to trust in God will not be difficult. All right, in verse 39 again, it says, uh, David fasting on his, on his sword over the tonic and tried, walk, tried walking around because he was not used to them. I cannot go in this, he said. To Saul, because I am not used to them. It took them off. You know, here, David was not comfortable with all the gadgets that he was dressed with. You know, he was not comfortable at all. Most times we need to go about looking for solutions, you know, to our 
issues, not in a big way. Maybe all we need to do is just to kneel down in the corner of our rope and take everything to God. Most times we want to escalate it, want to look at it in a big way, but maybe the simple thing we just need to do is just to go to the corner of our bed and say, God, here I have, save me. And I'm sure God will listen. Amen. Maybe it's just for us to uh, go on our knees, as I've said, pray to God and allow the Holy Spirit to take control. In the same thing, look at Jesus Christ and the Garden of, of Gethsemane. He was troubled though, but he trusted in God and allowed the Holy Spirit to take charge. Jesus Christ in human form, he was troubled as well. He went through a lot of challenges, but he didn't give up. He went to God and the Holy Spirit took charge. You know, so these are the things we need to think about. We should not allow fear to set in when being faced with challenging situation. And that was what uh, David did here. You know, in verse 45, David said to the Philistine, you come against me with a sword and spear and javelin, but I come against you in the name of the Lord Almighty, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defiled. Is this our attitude when we are being faced with problem? David was so confident, he was like, no way I have to put God first in all this. And David won the battle, you know, through the help of God. So I want to say to us this morning, what is that thing that is posing threats to our trusting in God? We need to take everything to God. In the book of 1 John, uh, verse 4, I mean, chapter 4, verse 18, it says, There is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear because fear has to do with punishment. The one who fears is not made perfect in love. This is the word of God. So we need to say no to anything that could cause distraction to us, that could make us not to trust in God. As I've said, this topic of trust, you know, is very broad. You know, we can't finish it today. But with the little we've listened to this morning, I want us to take our trust to God. I want us to depend on God. I want us to rely on God. And by so doing, God's name will be glorified. Amen. Thank you.